Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Wow. It shouldn't take this long. It shouldn't take this long. Welcome to the Weekend Update with Dave DeFore and Keith Parrish. Every Monday on The Athletic NBA Show. It did the same thing to me that it's intended to do to the world. Ding, ding! I have access to information wow. that the public doesn't. Hello and welcome to The Athletic NBA Show Weekend Update, Daily Ding, Recap. And we're starting before the heat. Celtics game is over. Keith, I got a question for you, man. Yeah. Is it worse to have Reggie Miller and Stan Van Gundy calling you a quitter for two quarters or for Kevin Harlan to start doing the shout outs to the production staff for a great year in the fourth <laughs> quarter of game three of the conference finals? Man, the Miami Heat absolutely waxed the Boston Celtics the game today. The game is not over. We're getting started. It's a 29-point game with a minute 14 left. Playing the free throw game, I don't think the Heat are going to drop this one. Yeah, Dave, can I answer? I'm going to say I'm going to say it's worse uh, having the broadcast crew call you quitters when you were the betting favorite to win the title a few days ago. Just an absolutely gutless performance from the Boston Celtics in this game, Keith. And a lot of it is this. The Miami Heat shot the absolute lights out of the basketball. 18 of 34 from three. 45 of 80 from the field, so 56%, 53%, and then 17 of 21 from the line. They protected the basketball, uh, only nine turnovers in this game. Just it, This was a Miami Heat culture basketball clinic. In some ways, yes. I think the shooting numbers are a little blown out by this fourth quarter. I mean, Gabe Vincent was amazing the whole game. His numbers look otherworldly <laughs> yeah. when you include this, this garbage time. Um but, like, it wasn't just the shooting performance. And, yes, in every one of these games, the Heat smoked the Celtics on three-pointers, which is not at all what we anticipated or expected coming into the series. But the Heat just, they're in sync. Like, they're sharp. All their movements have purpose. They're playing with confidence. They're this, they're this orchestra that's working together in perfect harmony, and they have confidence. And you just watch them play. It's not that they shot the ball better, for me at least, it was just like, well, they're just generating offense. Every time, up and down the court, they're getting what they want. Bam's hitting guys cut into the basket for layups. Duncan Robinson Pick and is roll. abusing guys off the dribble. This is and I don't know most, what happened to this, this I, Celtics I, defense that was amazing the last two seasons. I mean, like, at least they, they've shown they can be amazing. And, no, like, the Heat are just, they're in tune. And they're playing the best basketball maybe of anybody and it, it continues to surprise us like no one picked this heat no. people didn't pick this like you know like maybe before this series some heat people did but i didn't see it i still think they were like well we you know incredible stuff getting here now we got a tough got a tough task we know our advantages we got jimmy butler we got eric spolstra we got culture will that be enough i'm not sure 
Well, it's enough, man. They're embarrassing. Like, they have embarrassed the Boston Celtics. They look by far the most dominant team. And, like, they're playing so well together. And then there's the Celtics. <laughs> well, it all started <laughs> in, in game two. Yeah. Grant Williams okay. pokes the bear. Jimmy the Butler bear. gets fired up. The Heat finished that game on a 24-9 to run. And then the first half of this game, which is now officially over, 128-102, Miami Heat go up three games to zero. Love doing that like it's breaking news. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, the first half of this game, Keith, Miami's defense held the Celtics to only 46 points, which is the lowest scoring first half in the playoffs for Miami. And then they, or for Boston, excuse me. And then they come out, Keith, and you're thinking, okay, all right, conference finals. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, great players. This is a good team. They're in the conference finals for a reason. Last year's finalists, they only put up 46 points in the first half. Certainly, they're going to come out and light it up in the third. 17 points in the third quarter, Keith. They really did. It was, um, I thought that Stan Van Gundy and Reggie Miller actually took it light on him with how how pitiful the effort was. It, it was pretty sad. It's it's one of these weird. It's like a sports movie where the coach somehow gets everyone to play perfectly. It's it really is like I mean I don't want to I don't know I don't want to like do a hagiography of like Eric Spolstra, but like every piece on the Heat has its purpose, and everyone is doing their purpose, and every shot is what they want it to be. And sometimes like sometimes the possession breaks down and then you give it to Kyle Lowry and say Kyle Lowry just chuck something up. You know, like I'm not saying every shot they get is a good shot, but it seems like every single player they're so just working. There's this machine and the 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 purpose which which Duncan Robinson knows what to do when he checks in. And then Caleb Martin's like, "Oh, it's my time. Kevin loves out a little bit early. I had a huge game too. I'm going to come back again and have another incredible game." Like they didn't need Jimmy Butler this game. Right. They did not need superhero, I have a cape on my back, Jimmy Butler. This was a team domination. And the Celtics, meanwhile, meanwhile, we say they have the best talent. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, like Marcus Smart. None of those guys are hitting shots. None. And you know Marcus Smart's going to give you the effort. The rest of the dudes, it's just like, what are we doing here? And even though like, it wasn't totally a blowout the first half, there was never a moment, I feel like, in the second half of game two and in this entire game where you're just like, the Celtics are not playing better. This is not, we're going to get to, obviously, the Lakers and the Nuggets series. This is not that series where, like, the right. Lakers are playing hard. Right. The Lakers are playing well. This is just like, no, 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 no. The Heat look just like, I don't know, it's a sports movie. Where they it's like, hey, this is, this is the they coach team and the uncoach. Like, oh, this is a pickup team not taking it seriously. And it's like, they look like they haven't played together. This Celtics team's been together forever. Like, they have unbelievable roster continuity, and it's like they're all learning each other, and I don't know if there's other stuff going on. I don't know if Joe Mazzulla lost his DVD of the town and couldn't watch <laughs> it all four times this week, but, like, that team looks broken. Well, Crestfallen, I, defeated, and it... it I mean, it, is it similar to LeBron running up against the Spurs in the year the Spurs were perfect? That it, finals where the Spurs were like, oh, the Spurs broke basketball. They're now perfect, and... Um, that at least was somewhat understandable because the Spurs were amazing all season. This is like, were the Heat in the lab all regular season? Just tuning it up? Like, hey, man, we need, we got to get going. No, we're tuning it up. Not time for the playoffs. We're, you know, and I'm not going to show what I'm working on. It's like, hey, man, we're down, we're down to the Bulls 
And if we lose, we go home in the yeah. play-in. And it's like, all right, all right let's do it now. Let's I mean, do it now. Uh, engage. Easy to forget that they actually lost the first play-in, right? Like, yeah. this, whole, this whole run. They got dominated by the Hawks. Started with a loss to the Hawks, who were not good. This was supposed to be the first-round series. I mean, this was supposed to be Celtics, you know, I mean, it's better to lose in the conference finals if you're the Celtics to, uh, to the eight seed, I guess, than it is to lose in the first round. But man, I mean, this is this is stunning stuff. Just again, an eight seed doing this, even if they were whatever regular season seven seed. But like, this is it's dominant. Well, they're going it's to the finals, like, Keith. This is a finals team that's going to also yeah. have the 18th pick in the draft, which <laughs> is something I have argued. Like, you reward tanking. One of these good and smart teams is going to figure out that you can tank the regular season, get a high enough draft pick that you can continue to cycle through role players. And oh, yet, this for the draft. I'm, this is an angle I mean, I had listen, to man. I love, I'm just I saying, do you get that good draft pick? It makes team building much, much easier. And, and you know, for all the love they've gotten about undrafted guys and second rounders and G League guys, I'm sure that the 18th pick um, with that scouting department is certainly a more powerful tool than yeah. you know the two way spot that they seem to have used. I'll tell you that one of the big things that stood out to me in this game, and it's kind of a Celtics issue anyway. These guys complain. On every single possession. And to the point that Miami was actually taking advantage of it. Every single time Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum or Marcus Smart complained at the refs or hit the ground looking for a call, Miami is sprinting down court four on uh, four on five, sometimes three on five, because two guys would be back in the play. And that to me, again, I, I'm not going to sit here and hammer the coach, but the coach has got to sort that one out. Um, he makes a lineup change, and, and they go with Al Horford in the starting lineup instead of Rob Williams. I mean, that's a big move right there that probably cost them the game before the game even started. I mean, Rob Williams has been the better big for them in this series. I think if you were going to go one big, that's the guy you kind of want to lean on. And, you know, you can't, you can't say that that one move cost them the game. But between that and not being able to rein these guys in, get them to chill out, get their heads out of their bottoms, and just get back to playing <laughs> basketball, like, that really was like, it, they just, they lost this one between the ears, it felt like. Maybe. I just think they ran up against the realization that this other team is better. This other team is sharper. We are, it's it's coming to grips with the fact that like, hey, um, three days ago or five days ago, I thought I was going to the finals. And realizing, hey, it doesn't matter what happened in the regular season. It doesn't matter what's happened the past two seasons. This Heat team right now is better than us. And then you get frustrated. You lean on your talent, and maybe you stop trusting your teammates. Again, like, no Christmas, no sharpness of attack for the Celtics. Like, And, again, the, the Heat are a good defensive team, and they're cohesive. It's just they're, they're all working together. And I'm not, like, I'm not even a big, like, rah-rah, like, oh, well, uh, you got to coach these guys up. Like, I'm usually cynical about coaching in the NBA. I'm like, it's talent. Who has the best players? Um, but this one is just, like, I thought it was the Celtics, but no. Uh, the way the Heat are, are working together and banging in threes. And if, like, you're going to get this up and down. I mean, every player. Like, if Max Struess is going to compete that hard on defense and just take his open shots when he gets them and he keeps the ball moving, if Bam Adebayo is going to play great defense and going to hit those cutters and he's going to score and he's going to guard the interior. Again, I, I, I keep going back in my mind to, like, they didn't even need Jimmy Butler. Like, Jimmy Butler could be Tobias Harris tonight. They, they, like, they, they didn't need him. It was such a uniform team attack that the Celtics didn't ha have any way to stop what was coming at him. 
Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. Yeah. Um, let's talk about another good team. Uh, another team with a lot of chemistry. Another team with a lot of continuity. The number one seed, though, in the Western Conference, now up three games to O on the Lakers after a 119-108 win in game three in L.A. We thought this was the game that the Lakers would pick up. If they were going to win one in L.A. and maybe split them, this was – would have been the one, and it just didn't happen for them. Um, they just can't keep up with the Nuggets, man. Uh, no matter what they do, the Nuggets can just get away with doing their thing over and over and over again, and they get such consistent results. They they really do, and I thought the Lakers, like they've been in these games, and they've been very, very competitive games. And like this is a 3-0 series where it doesn't feel anything like this Celtics heat series like yeah the the first two games were they were close like the Celtics were in them but like it's felt like all right the heat they went on the road and they outplayed them and again I was seeing shocked by this I assumed down 0-2 the Celtics would have to respond and then to get blown out you're like okay the heat or the team like this this Lakers Nuggets series it's been tight like Lakers have played well and I think we all thought that the Lakers would keep winning at home like they've won all their home games in the playoffs before game three but you had this huge uh, first half from Jamal Murray. It was still a close game, but then down the stretch, like you said, they always get a good shot, or they always work out something, and Jokic finally came through. I mean, the Nuggets were up 2-0, to zero, and Jokic had had um, borderline disappearing acts in the fourth quarter. I mean, there's some nuance to that or context. Jamal Murray went off in the fourth quarter, so Jokic didn't have to do anything. But this is a guy who, what, makes 60% of his field goal attempts, and he missed, I think, seven of his last eight shots in game two, and then didn't do a lot early in game three. But fourth quarter, it was just Jokic keeps it coming. And Aaron Gordon's playing well. Michael Porter Jr. had an amazing game. And in that one, it wasn't, maybe I'm reading too much into body language, but like the Celtics look like, all right, you, you quit. You gave up. The Lakers there was sort of like a, hey, this team's good. Yeah, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep fighting. But all right, this team's good. And yeah, there's a a difference to that. There is a difference. I think there's a huge difference in mindset between the Lakers and the Celtics. Um, Number one, and I think it's again, this is a coaching thing. This is where you can actually say, I see the coach having an impact. I think Darvin Ham has had a fantastic positive impact to the mindset of the Lakers. Um, Not to mention. LeBron James is actually a pretty good vibes guy when it comes to a team. And the Lakers oh, yeah. have had really yeah. good vibes this whole time. And you mentioned it. Um, the Lakers are a good basketball team, and they're tough, but they're facing the best team in the league. I mean, the, the Denver yeah, Nuggets so. are the best team in the league. They have been all year. 
Nikola Jokic has been the best player in basketball for multiple years now. And this is what it looks like when, when you're just not quite good enough. And the Nuggets are just that good. I mean, they're able to turn it on and, and you know, go on a 13-0 run in the fourth quarter and close the game. They're able to, to build these big leads and not show off wrinkles that are counters to your counter in game one because they know they can hold on to the lead and then save it for game two. I mean, this is just what they've they've built this over multiple years at this point. The chemistry is off the charts, but this is the this is the, a bit of the difference. I think if the Lakers, this Lakers team had started together at the beginning of the season, it's likely they would have found some more stuff than they've already found, you know, by That's the time true. you get to yeah, playoffs. Because they yeah. they've got good players. I mean, the, the Austin Reeves oh, well, thing Austin with Reeves them. Austin has been unbelievable. I, he I has, giving him I believe more he has, the, he has the most, uh, Austin Reeves has the most 20-point games in any one playoff run for any undrafted player, uh, which is an amazing stat. And by the way, um, when we when we say guys are undrafted, that's a fact. We don't mean any disrespect. I th- I think most people are using it as, as a compliment when talking about the Gabe Vincents. Like, dude, he's undrafted and he's killing you. Like that isn't a uh, maybe in that context it comes across negatively. But like, the guys are undrafted. It's unbelievable what they've done. It's unbelievable what the Heat have done developing their guys and what those players themselves have done t- to maintain their roles in this league. And it's amazing that the Lakers found Austin Reeves and Austin Reeves is coming through on the stage. But like you said. They're playing a team that's better, and they're yeah. they're just trying to they're just trying to figure it out. And like I think a lot of people noticed with the Nuggets winning the first two games that like the Nuggets were having difficulty with Anthony Davis, like everyone else has in the playoffs. Like Anthony Davis is a beast inside. What do we do when he's just hanging out in the paint as like a help defender? We got to figure this out. And the fact that the Nuggets won those first two games. And you didn't feel like they'd solved it at all. Not saying they've totally solved it, but you're like, all right, one of these times. Jokic might uh, put two and two together, and this one he did. And again, like you got pretty solid performances up and down the Lakers roster. It was just the Nuggets able to score 35 points in a fourth quarter. And also, I think there's some thought, maybe I would consider it, that just the pace of the series as in the schedule, the every other dayness. We we highlighted that, I think, before the Lakers started their entire playoff run. That's going to be a challenge with AD and LeBron going every other um, day uh, when the playoffs, you get later in the playoffs and the schedule the pace quickens up as far as when the games are played. And Jokic, I mean, that guy, cardio machine. Unbelievable. Like, doesn't maybe he doesn't get enough credit for being in unbelievable physical shape. And then you add in the altitude, the travel, um, maybe the Nuggets wore down the Lakers that way as well. Yeah. Um, I guess looking ahead, no team has ever come back from 3-0. We've never no. had two conference finals end in sweeps in the same year. Is either of those going to break this year, Keith? Are we going to get two sweeps, or is one of the teams going to come back from from down, Listen, or are we going to get would, two gentlemen sweeps here? I would be I would be thrilled with a no wasted motion. Uh, just everyone, just bow out. We, we can do. We can have a whole week off. Listen, everyone can catch up on their Netflix. I've already been thinking about this, and if <laughs> Miami can sweep, they could go to Denver. They could get a week in elevation. Oh yeah, ahead of the NBA Finals, right? I'm thinking. What, you know, Miami, they've got huge incentive to close it out, um, yeah. but so does Denver. So, and both of these teams, I mean, Denver in particular, they've been very businesslike well, in think, their approach so, to the playoffs. So I expect they're pushing for the sweep. I, w- I wouldn't expect both series to sweep. I think the question, I'll throw it to you, uh, which <laughs> team um, which team is more likely to not go out sad? Which team is more likely to win game four between the Lakers and the Celtics? I, I'd say the Lakers. 
Honestly, that's how I, think, I feel. Well, there are things, I mean, <laughs> it also lines up like this because the Lakers are playing at home, right? So you expect a little bit better performance from role yep. players. Um, Anthony Davis and LeBron, they don't have to travel. We know that that bothers them. Yep. So hopefully they can give you a max effort game in a couple of days. But also, Boston's playing in Miami. This was the game, and game three was the game. If they were going to pick one up and get hot shooting, this would have been the one. And now they're going to hang out for two days in Miami in late May. This is like now a test of their professionalism, right? Can you not just go on vacation for two days? Because you know it's over. I mean, it's a wrap, right? NBA history is all very clear. No teams ever come back from 3-0. I yeah. don't think they're they're built for that. So can they come back and, you know, be a little more, you know, a little less gutless than they were in game three where they really did just kind of give up? Um, can they come back from that and then two days hanging in Miami? That, that's a question for you, Keith, like, Two days well, hanging just, around I'm the beach. I'm just wondering how many how many Celtics players brought their off-season swimsuits with them um, so they could leave directly from Miami. I assume <laughs> they still, regardless, they got to go back home to pack for Cancun. So you might as well win a game uh, and then go back. I don't like. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be prisoner of the moment. Yeah. Where we're all like, the Celtics were embarrassing, and they should be embarrassed, and they should feel bad. Um, these guys are unbelievable competitors, some of the best competitors in the world. And if Jason Tatum scores 55 next game, it's not going to be shocking, I, no. I, I don't think. Um, so, like, yeah, I, I would figure that they would, both the Lakers and Celtics do, at the very least, make this gentleman sweep. I don't think, you know, again, I wasn't expecting a sweep in either one of these series. So, I, I think we're going to get a little bit more basketball. I know the league would like, and there's all this talk about, like, the league doesn't want Nuggets uh, heat finals. Get out of town. They, they, they don't care. They, 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 they would love that. But also, you know what they don't want? They don't want two sweeps in the conference finals. <laughs> That's true. They do, in fact, want more games. Uh, please, for our advertising partners, we would like to have more games to broadcast. Um, so well, the Denver Nuggets definitely want another home playoff game. Like let's yeah, just yeah, you, you want to have you sell some more yeah, yeah sessions, yeah. get some uh, some merch out the door. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's gonna do it for today's show, folks. Thank you guys for listening. For Keith Parrish, I'm Dave DeFore, and this has been the weekend update on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding ding. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.